Welcome to Just Thinking with hosts Dara Harrison and Virgil Walker, bringing you week-to-week cultural apologetics as well as social issues from a biblical worldview. This is Just Thinking. Let's think. We're back. It's another edition of the Just Thinking podcast. I am Virgil Walker. And I am Daryl Harrison. What's going on out in Nebraska? Omaha. What's go- Not much, man. What's going on with you? I'm, I'm excited, man, for this particular episode because uh, we have a very special guest with us, man. This is, this is the first time we have ever had a guest on the Just Thinking podcast, man. That's true. And it's close to, close to 80 episodes we've done now. Right, close to right. 80 episodes over the past, what, 16 months now? And this is the first time we've had a guest. I'm not going to call this guy. I'm not going to call this guy a very special <laughs> guest because I don't want this guy's head blowing up. <laughs> He's the guest. He's the first guest we've ever had. Right, right. On so the, on, I, on the podcast, but yeah, you know, so we'll, I, we'll I, explain later. I know he's. I know he's got to be feeling extra special, you know. I mean, he gets to, he gets to hear us on a constant basis do what we do, and now he gets to come on and join us on the air. I am talking about the hardest working man in podcast land. That's Mr. Dwayne Atkinson. How you doing, brother Dwayne? What's up, fellas? Wow. <laughs> What an introduction. Come on, Dwayne. Now, before you get started, man, during post-production, don't go back and add some applause. To your oh, it's coming, dog. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it is coming, brother. You better believe that. No doubt. No doubt. Well, we're, we're excited to have you, man. And, uh, you know, we uh, the three of us, man, you know, n- none of us are are strangers to each other in that we are constantly, you know, texting, tweeting, you know, acting a fool uh, in all the different various media platforms that we use. But, man, it's great to have you kind of on the show. I, I wanted to, you know, Daryl and I had been, been talking about, you know, wanting to do a, uh, a, a just thinking kind of 200K episode and i mean we, we've kind of blown through that just a little bit at this point but uh but man we wanted to bring you on and uh and have you kind of we we're recognizing we're getting brand new listeners all the time and so while we reference you from time to time on the show or reference the bar or reference something else we thought it'd be good for us to just pause and just first of all give a great thanks to our listeners who have followed us this far um, and, and wanted to kind of just take a minute and talk through kind of what what you were thinking with regard to creation of the show, what 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 Daryl and I have been through and just kind of have a more relaxed uh, approach to what we do and really inform uh, not only our new listeners, but those who've been with us for a while, kind of let them know where we are, where we've been, kind of where we're going. So with that, man, I want to I want to let you introduce yourself uh, to our audience, kind of, kind of give them your background, your info, and anything you want to share, man. Thank you, sir. Well, you know, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Honored to be the very first guest, and I'm gonna introduce myself as Daryl does every week. I am Dwayne Atkinson, uh, hailing all the way from South Carolina, uh, originally from North Carolina. Husband of one wife. I got four kids. 
uh, full-time job and I do this podcast thing that I'm really, really passionate about, man. And so uh, that's me in a nutshell, man. Just love God, people love to see things, uh, you know, give him glory, love the things, do things to give him glory and uh, definitely love working with you guys, man. Um, it's mm-hmm. a joy, uh, the, the the interaction, the banter that the people don't see. I mean, that that in itself, man, um, is, is exciting, man. So I'm just grateful to be here. Cool. Yeah, and, and Dwayne, and Verge, let me interject something here just real quick. Sure. sure. This, this What you just heard, uh, listeners, as Dwayne was introducing himself to you, is why we call this man the hardest working man in podcast land because, mm. and the way to say more about this uh, a little bit later, but this guy manages multiple podcasts. Yes. Okay. Yes. Multiple podcasts. In addition to managing a family, you know, he's married four kids, full-time job. So when we refer to Dwayne as the hardest working <laughs> man in podcast land, it is no joke. I mean, he earned that moniker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just well, want to give you, some, little, so, some, some context to why we refer to you that, by that name uh Dwayne so I just want to make sure the folks understood and uh one other thing before I throw it back to Dwayne Omaha this is the first episode we've done not only that where we have a guest on the show but this is the first time we haven't haven't really had to prepare mm, for nice. for an episode so it was kind of different uh not having to do study and prepare and, right. and uh, uh compose notes uh, uh, because I mean, that's what we normally do every week. We, we, we prepare really hard for every episode, but it's really kind of relaxed, kind of we- a weird way of relaxing for this episode. Cause we didn't have to do any preparation for it. Right. So none of what our listeners are going to hear in this episode is, is scripted. None of this is choreographed. We're just winging it yeah, right yeah. now. But we, we, but as, as Omaha said earlier in the open, uh, we've been doing the, the podcast now for about 16 months and we just surpassed. 213,000 uh, downloads. And I'll let Dwayne explain the significance of that. But I just want to give Dwayne his props for, for earning that, that, that nickname for the hardest working man in podcast. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to tee it up by asking Dwayne, I'll toss it to you, brother, uh, which is, you know, a, how many, how many shows do you do and, and what, you know, what does that take in the way of prep and all of that kind of stuff? I mean, that's a, it's a lot of time, uh, and energy, man, that you're putting kind of behind the scenes, and and maybe even shout out some of the some of the uh, other other podcasts that are on the network, and then and then we'll jump we'll jump right back into, um, you know, the 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 significance of of 200k and what that what that all looks like. Sure, man. So yeah, the uh, the I call it the parent podcast, uh, bar, the bar podcast, which is my show. Uh, that is, you know, that was the the start. Um, and you know, I'm the, the host, you know, I'll, I do all the audio, all the, uh, editing, all the marketing, all the media, all that stuff for the bar. And just thinking, um, you guys, uh, I do the, the post-production stuff. Uh, you guys, honestly, I, I don't know if your listeners really, but I know they do. Cause I see it on Twitter. You guys really do the hard work and you make my job really easy, but I, I just keep letting y'all think it's, it's really hard, but, uh, <laughs> but you guys do an excellent job, man, of being on point. Uh, and, and so I do post-production for just thinking, um, as well as any, uh, graphics, marketing, media stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we have another show called Bars, Biblical and Reformed Spitters. Mm-hmm. This is our artists, um, the rappers and 
my brother T Barlow is the host of that show. Um, and he pretty much did the same thing. He do the recording. I do the post-production. Um, and then we've been blessed to uh, partner with other part podcasts, uh, which are all under the, the bar podcast network. Mm-hmm. First one I would say would be, uh, uh Kaleoscope, um, mm-hmm. sister Ariel. Uh, and she actually does all of her, her recording and post-production. Wow. And she called you guys spoiled cause I do all y'all work, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but well, we but, need to get yeah. Ariel on the show and correct that. So, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But yeah, so so but I, I help her with the, the marketing media stuff uh as needed and post production stuff. Um, you know, she literally was a novice, didn't know anything about it, and uh, was able to coach her to be able to produce her own show. Uh next would be um Pastor Discussion, which was a, a podcast already in moving, had its own movement, had its own thing, and they wanted to uh come under our umbrella you know, for the networking and for things like that. So they, I don't have to do much with their show. I do a little additives here and there, you know, um, with, with Joe, um, John Hawkins, those guys that passed the discussion. Um, recent ads, uh, have been, uh, truth and fire podcast with sister, uh, Constance. Uh, a lot of people don't she know her real name. Fire man. Yeah, she man. Yeah. Fire. Yeah, Constance actually, if you watch the American Gospel documentary, she's the black girl mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the comments in that. So she she started a podcast and it actually I gave her the idea, kind of like you guys, we'll talk about that. But mm-hmm. I had her as a guest and I, I heard that thing. You know, there's a thing that I can uh, guys bless me with being able to hear when something I think is going to be impactful. And I heard that with her and was able to get her started, help her with production um, and she does a phenomenal job. And then uh, the latest, latest edition, um, and this is more of a partnership. They're not necessarily connected to the network, but Mario Esco Live, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, Mario Esco, um, a young brother that has a, a live Facebook, live YouTube, and he turns it into a podcast. And they're wow. all uh, connected to us. And with them, I do the same thing, uh, more of a, a guide or a lead um, in helping them you know, uh, orchestrate, you know, their, their, uh, schemes as far as content and as far as marketing, things like that. But wow. Mar- Mario's a, a genius anyway. So, you know, my little added is, is not that much, but, and then one more, a lot of people don't know about this recently, I um, took on a secular podcast. Um, I'm the sole produce, well, producer, and post, you know, post-production marketing for a podcast called Financial Fancy. Hmm. And a young lady reached out to me, uh, pretty much had the idea for the podcast. I thought it was a great idea. And she records and I do like I do with you guys, the uh, post-production and, and create the, so, so, the so according, to Ar- according to Ariel, you spoil her, too. Well, well, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I guess so, bro. That is amazing. I knew you did a number of them, and I've I listened to uh, near about everybody on the network. I've I've heard some of uh, their stuff. The, the Mario Esco, I've been heard, heard his stuff. I I don't think I've heard the the last one you mentioned on the financial piece uh, deal. I, I haven't heard that one, but all the other ones I've heard, man. They and and there's some great. Uh, shows man they they put in some great work uh do some great things i i do i'm i'm a little bit biased in that man i just 
I, I love getting a chance to work with Daryl uh, and, and what we do and the unique kind of chemistry that, that, that we have and, and what we do. And uh, man, kind of, kind of, if you would, and Daryl, I don't know how, you know, if you want to jump in here as, as well, but kind of speak to one of the things I would love to know is, and this is as part of the story that I don't know. And that is when you guys first hooked up, um, what was that experience like, Daryl? What was going on in your mind? I know, I know, because I, I remember right after uh, Dwayne had interviewed you, um, and he he kind of hit me up, said, "Hey, man, there's this dude, Daryl. Man, he's he's on fire. You guys, you guys kind of have a and and unique kind of flow. There's a there's, there's some chemistry. I I kind of I mean, he kind of was kind of teeing it up. And then I waited for the interview to come out." Um, and then I heard it and I went, oh, my word, I, I thought I, I definitely want to talk to this brother. And Dwayne was kind enough to let me circle back with you. And then we we had we just kind of just hit it off. But before I want to go to before that happened, where when, when Dwayne reached out to you, kind of what you were thinking uh, when you got the call. Uh, hey, I want to interview you. What that whole part was like, because that, that's a part of the story. I don't think I, I, I really know anything about. Yeah, I'm actually going to throw this back to Dwayne in a second because I don't know that I recall all the specifics as accurately as he probably did does because I think uh, I think he reached out to me and and the way I recall it and Dwayne, you correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but I think you may have hit me up on Facebook uh, via Messenger. Uh, it was my initial contact with uh, Dwayne, and I don't know if it was something that. Dwayne saw just for my general Facebook post, or if there was a blog article uh, that he read that sort of triggered that idea to uh, invite me on to his, uh, his uh, bar podcast show. Uh, so I'm going to throw it over to Dwayne. Dwayne, why don't you give some background, man? And I'll chime in uh, where I think I might add some, some, uh, some color to that, but, but uh, what's, what's the, what's the genesis of the story, man, from, you know, as you remember it. Gotcha. So, um, Honestly, the 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 thing that caught my attention was the article about the woke church. That right. was a blog that was floating around. Um, and I did hit you on Facebook, uh, but you didn't respond right away. Uh, no shade, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was actually Brother McKinley that uh that actually circled back around because you know i kind of you know it was early in the game and you know it was kind of like i hit and, and i was going here going there and mckinley hit me up and was like hey you know man you got to check daryl out have you read his blog like, yeah man i like the blog i want to get him on and i think he actually uh orchestrated uh us talking through maybe text because i actually remember our first conversation um we we actually talked through text a few times and then i asked her to call and then uh, because I think you were a little hesitant, uh, which, you know, it made sense, a lot of sense later because of, you know, personality and, you know, the things yeah, you post and, and, and how I, people. Can I explain? Can I explain why sure. that was? Sure. Let me explain why I was a little bit hesitant. It had nothing to do with uh, Dwayne at all. But uh, people may be shocked to learn this yeah. about me, but I'm, I'm really pretty much an introvert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like to be out front. I think uh, I, I'm much more comfortable expressing my thoughts through writing and mm-hmm. not having to interact directly with, with people. I know I'm being a little bit transparent here, but I wanted to make sure folks understood the context <laughs> of why I was initially hesitant about the idea, not only of coming on uh, and, and doing an interview with Dwayne, but then later on with his idea about 
partnered with uh, Omaha on a on a pot. Well, he was Virgil then. He wasn't the Omaha star <laughs> that, that he is now. <laughs> but yeah, I, right. I I you know my my uh, natural inclination is to stay in the background. I really don't right. like being out front. I'm I'm much more comfortable just voicing my thoughts and writing and expressing them that way. So mm-hmm. that's that's what the hesitancy was about initially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and I get, and I, you know, I get that. I'm, uh, my job is dealing with people. Uh, so I knew, uh, and honestly, just like, uh, when I had Costi Hen on, he wanted a phone conversation prior to the interview, um, just to make sure it wasn't like a setup or anything like that. So I, I got that. And, and I remember the phone conversation. I was actually at my, uh, my daughter's godparents' house in their living room. And, you know, I gave it a spiel and I started name dropping and, and uh, I got a couple of oohs and ahs. I was like, all right, I think I got them now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and we were able to, to set it up. And, and that first show, um, you know, had you on, it was, it was a great show. Uh, I got a lot of feedback, a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback from it. Um, I was sending it to different brothers and, um, and still, I think it's still one of the, the highest, uh, downloaded shows on my podcast, which says a lot. Um, and and like Virgil said, I heard a lot of the things that Virgil was saying, like in our circle, you were saying those same things. And then I also uh, I knew the background was similarly both from ex-military, you know, that that mindset of being on point, being sharp, you know, and it was just it was just that feeling like, huh, like, you know, that would be a nice duo mm-hmm. um, because originally um Virgil you probably remember this when I started the bar the whole thing was supposed to be all of us getting on and talking and there's a lot of people in the 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 bar uh I guess the bar team we started out of the be not deceived Facebook page Mm -hmm. um and we all we we did uh blog talk radio and we did all these controversial topics and and then uh uh when we started the bar it was supposed to be all of us talking but everybody got busy and so I just kind of went solo and, and built this thing up. Mm-hmm. And I always my, my objective from the start, man, is to, was to, to get it to a place where I can pull my brothers and sisters up that's been rocking with me, give them a place to go, you know, uh, build my audience a hook. Here, this is somebody for your taste. This is your taste. So I thought a perfect opportunity not only to get Daryl's voice out there, which I knew needed to be heard. And also bring Virgil, a guy that's been, you know, uh, a brother, uh, you know, a guiding voice and, you know, a brother that I I cared a lot about, get him also in a place uh, where uh, he could be heard and, and, and chime in like that, man. And it, I mean, I remember it so well because it it was, it's fine. It's a fine memory, man. Cause uh, the show when you and Daryl did Virgil and Daryl did together, that mm-hmm. was a great show. And that was just like, OK, that's, yeah, this is this is something. Yeah. Uh, and and that's when I hit you up, Daryl, about actually doing a podcast. And that's when you really got in a vert on me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Here, here, here's here's what's funny. And I'll, I'll chime in here because I, I listened to that show that you all did. And I was going, yeah, there's. There's definitely there's definitely more that that I wanted to die because because for the bar, man, you've got a very specific format that you consistently Mm -hmm. use. So every everybody that you bring through and you've brought through some incredible people and with some, you know, some incredible you talked about name dropping. I mean, you could drop you could drop the the, the big the big guns and 
they've all been on. And, um, you know, and I, I, I think of, I, I, I was really impressed when I, when I heard Al, Al Moeller said, you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not just bringing people to the bar. You're raising the bar. And I thought, good night, man. He's just, <laughs> he's, he's got the man from the briefing on there. I mean, just, just some incredible voices. And, and then to hear Daryl on, and I thought, man, I, I would love to team up. Unlike Daryl, I had kind of come from the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. I ad- I admire writers. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. I'm not I'm not a great writer. I I I, I can write, but I'm not a great writer. I I'm more uh, of a of a talker. I'd rather be not not necessarily. I don't have to be out front, uh, but I don't mind being in that space. Uh, I have no problem, you know, opening my mouth and going for it and then thinking I probably shouldn't have said what I just said. Um, <laughs> so so it, it's it's one. Of the, and I had done I had done what, what's called terrestrial radio uh, uh, back in the day. I was on a, a uh, urban uh, station doing uh, I, I was the lone conservative voice on a very liberal station. And uh, I had a lot of fun doing that kind of playing the bad guy. And I did that for politics. And so uh, toward the end of my time there, I really had gotten a hold of biblical worldview and started trying to insert that. And uh, shortly thereafter, the show kind of went went by the wayside. So I, I'd had a little bit of experience in that space, but not 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 a ton and, and had done work with you kind of on the on the podcast side uh, of the house. And uh, when I heard Daryl, like like you, Dwayne, I knew my thought was this this guy's voice has got to get out there mm-hmm. um, and, and more spaces and places. And my thought was I'm used to playing the front front guy role. Uh, however, with uh, with the, the time constraints that I have with what I've got going on uh, and, and two with with what I believe was just a primary voice that needed to be heard, it was real easy for me to come alongside Daryl uh, after we we talked, we did the interview and I just felt like I, just a, a, an immediate connection um, like I hadn't had with, with, with anybody that I've done radio or anything else with. And I thought I could I could rock with this dude. And if there's and I think, Daryl, I even remember telling you, I said, man, if if you ever decide and I knew Dwayne was kind of mm-hmm. was, was kind of prodding you. I said, brother, if you ever decide to do something and I could come alongside to help to help amplify whatever you want to do, man, let me know because I'd, I'd be happy to do it. And so that's kind of that's kind of how things got started. Any anything you want to add to that, brother? Yeah, you know, so uh, let me just add uh, for folks, because, you know, you mentioned earlier, Omaha, that we do have we're getting new listeners every day. Mm. Uh, and I just want to explain that the Just Thinking podcast was born out of a blog that I had by the same name. I still have it. I still write for the blog. It's called justthinking.me. You can get to the blog at justthinking.me. And the podcast was an, is an extension of that blog. So the article that Dwayne mentioned earlier was a piece that I wrote, the title of which was how woke theology is weakening the black church. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that's the article you're referring to Dwayne. I've written so many articles around the whole social justice issue, woke theology, but I think that's the one you're talking about. So just so folks know, the reason we call the podcast Just Thinking is because it's an extension of my blog, the full title of which is Just Thinking for Myself. So that, that's mm-hmm. the blog title. But you can get to the blog at justthinking.me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, that's and, and that's always been my method. Um, I, I never wanted to... Uh, 
take you, Daryl, pull you out of something and put you in, you know, the, a new different, you know, whatever. I wanted to take what you had and, and and I knew that's another way I could sell you, just to be honest. But <laughs> I wanted to take what you <laughs> now, had. Now, now it's all coming out. Yeah, it's coming out, out now, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 I wanted to take what you already had and had established and just it just extended even further uh, to even further reach because you know I, I'm not a writer and I I don't I mean just to be real transparent and honest as much as I am reformed in my theology I don't typically enjoy reading that much. So I'm a listener. Like I, I listen to podcasts, audio book, whatever. So uh for that demographic and then knowing the landscape of the podcast world, like this, I'm telling you, this medium is 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 next level. That's 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 the future. I tell people that all the time. Uh as we go more into automation and and voice stuff and things like that, podcast is gonna surpass TV, it's gonna surpass you know, regular radio stations because we're we're becoming a culture that wants everything on demand. Right. Netflix is a thing because right. you can watch a show when you want to watch it. Not and you don't have to wait for the thirty minute commercial. Right. You don't have to hear all the you know. And with radio, you don't. You, with podcasts, you don't have to hear all the used card cover commercials or whatever, whatever. But it's 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 where our culture is going as you know as americans even all over the world we got listeners literally all over the world for just thinking and for the bar and for a lot of a lot literally all over the world and i i just i saw that man and i, I thought like this really could be something and then also before we i guess transition anything else uh another thing that 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 really uh gave me a, a passion about bringing this forward was what you guys were saying about social justice, about, you know, uh, uh, cultural things, uh, worldview things. We haven't heard that side. There was mm-hmm. a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of podcasts of people coming from the other side of social justice, people coming from the victim mentality, uh, people coming from the, you know, and, and not, not to name names, but they had the voice and yeah. that's all people heard. And, but just thinking, I was like, hey, this is and and Virgil knows me. I love against the grain. Like I, I literally have a Facebook called Be Not Deceived that we literally we love against the grain. So when I heard that, I was like, this is our chance to bring our voice to the platform and and so people don't think that all black people think like this. Oh, there's right. here's some black guys, they think different, you know. So yeah. all of that stuff motivated me to uh to to get this podcast started, man. Man, that's awesome. yeah, you know, when you think about uh, what you were just talking about, uh, you know, being reformed in your theology, I mean, to have three black reformed Christian men. Mm. Uh, here we are sharing the mic, sharing the platform on the Just Thinking podcast. I think reformed theology is making significant inroads with Christians who are black. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if reformed theology is penetrating the, the historical, the traditional black church, the theology of the black black church as a whole. But I think from an individual standpoint, uh, platforms like podcasting, social media has given uh, has provided outlets for individuals like us mm-hmm. to share with others who uh, especially black Christians who aren't reformed share with share with them uh what reform theology is how it came to be that we embrace reform theology uh so i appreciate uh the fact that this this podcast gives us a platform 
to do that. Now, we don't deliberately or uh, in a choreographed, uh, systematic right. way promote reform theology. However, I think our longtime listeners know that they should uh, listeners to our podcast should not be surprised if we quote the Puritans, mm-hmm. right? If we if if we quote from the Westminster uh, Confession, if we quote from the Belgic or Heidelberg Catechism, they shouldn't be uh, surprised at that uh, because th- that's what we do, and it's not because we're reformed, but it's because those those resources and those sources contain. Uh, solid orthodox biblical mm-hmm. theology, mm-hmm. Uh, and and I remember attending uh, one of Steve Lawson's uh, One Passion uh, preaching seminars when I was in Atlanta a few years ago, and he just happened on the third day of the um, seminar. Uh, they had Dr. R. C., the, the the late now Dr. R. C. Sproul uh, connect through video. And he took some Q&A from uh, those of us who were in uh, the classroom with Dr. Uh, Lawson. And I had the opportunity to ask Dr. Sproul a very specific question. And that question was this. To what do you attribute, Dr. Sproul, the uh, uh, progressiveness or the advancing of Reformed theology among black Christians? And I thought Dr. Sproul gave me a brilliant answer. He said, well, Reformed theology is biblical theology. Mm-hmm. It's biblical yep. theology. So if anybody asks me why I'm reformed, it's not so much that I'm reformed. It's just that I find that reformed theology is solidly biblical, uh, mm-hmm. especially when you can compare to, and I know we could probably all three relate to this, how we were traditionally raised in the <laughs> churches that we grew up in, the theology that we grew up in. So uh, anyway, I just wanted to mention that uh, uh, we're not, the, the three of us being Black Reformed Christians isn't as much an anomaly as it was not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for that, I'm, I'm very, very thankful. You know, it's kind of funny, uh, Dwayne, you mentioned that you're you're more of an auditory learner as opposed to someone who reads a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the opposite. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until I remember, man, when, when I when I was first exposed to uh, uh, expository preaching through uh uh, a gentleman like uh, John MacArthur, R.C. Sproul, um, um, uh, and, and others who, whose names escape me at the moment. Man, once I got exposed to Reformed theology, it it just kind of forced me to read. I mean, I've spent so mm-hmm. much money on books in the past five years <laughs> just trying to soak this stuff up. Just like you soak it up by listening, I kind of soak it up by reading. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, so, but, but, uh, well, the, be- uh, but, the beauty but, nowadays is that there are multiple formats by which you can gather all of this information, whether yeah. you're on YouTube, right. whether you're jumping into Ligonier and the audio, you know, audio accesses, uh, access to availability that, that you have to teaching, uh, you know, whether, whether it's, uh, you know, someone's, someone's personal channel, GTY, Grace to uh, you. Grace to you. I mean, it, it just it just, you know, there, there's so many platforms by which if you're not one of those guys who 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 needs to turn the pages of a book um, and you still want to learn, man, you can. In fact, now, man, when I sit down with people to disciple, I, I ask them, what what's mm-hmm. your what's the format that you learn best in? You know, and, and that way I can know, hey, do I need to give this person a book? Uh, do, do, do I need to I need to 
punch them into to a video program where they could watch someone teach? Uh, is this something where I'm going to have to take them by the hand and, and do some uh, do some do some learning kind of by the hand where I take them on a street corner? And we learn this stuff live and in concert. What you know, what's what's your learning style so that we can we can help people understand uh, all the all the ways in which God de- desires us to to know his goodness and his grace. And so I, I wanted to I wanted to ask a question of, of, of you, Dwayne, with regard to kind of the metrics. Uh, Daryl alluded to it earlier. He talked about, you know, with 218,000 downloads uh, and counting. And, and again, you know, for us that, that uh, Daryl, I, I don't know about you. I had no thought about that. Those kinds of numbers. I mean, and I, I, yeah. I know it's all relative, but I, I, I all I thought about when we got started was, man, this brother that, that I just listened to, he's got a voice. I want to help him. Uh, let's just see where this goes. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you yeah. had a thought about it or what, but, uh, but I, I, I and I'll toss it back to you, Daryl, just to kind of comment on that as we, we let Dwayne kind of walk us through like metrics, what that, what that signifies, what his thoughts are there. But Daryl, first man, what you, your, your thoughts about the, about the 2k, 200 K number and where we are. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Dwayne really is the one to speak to the significance of that number, because as you said, Omaha, I mean, I can't put it any more basic than this success metrics, listenership. None of that was on our radar. Mm -hmm. None of that was on our radar at all. We came together. You and I came together Omaha trusting uh, Dwayne and his expertise, given his background with uh, it's like the guy has a sixth sense when it comes to uh, pairing folks up for, for, Mm -hmm. and, 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 uh, launching podcast, uh, 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 episodes and shows but we we did this it's, it's it's almost i'll speak for myself i was almost a little bit naive i'm like okay i'm gonna be working with this brother virgil every week we're gonna be talking about these uh sociocultural theological political issues within the framework of what the word of god says and it was that simple to me right it was right. just that simple the mission statement was that simple and everything else it's just gravy. So when, 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 and, and Dwayne mentioned this, he has sort of alluded to this earlier about how we have listeners around the world. And then as, after we throw it back to Dwayne, once he wraps up his comments, I do want to go over some specific myth, uh, metrics to give our listeners some idea, some objective idea of what they have helped us accomplished, uh, accomplish rather with respect to, approaching now almost 220,000 downloads mm. of our episodes in only uh, 16 short months. So let me toss it over to Dwayne so he can share the significance of that number with our listeners. And then I'll give our listeners some specific uh, inf- information as it relates to metrics. Gotcha. Yeah. And so se- just the same as you guys, man, um, did not, did not do it for, okay. I want, you know, it was no end goal. Like, can we get to 100k can we get to 200k that was not the case um because for so long uh when i was doing you know different audio radio internet stuff um you didn't get this that you know like you, you didn't even know so to even know but um just kind of piggybacking on what they said you know the, the mission statement you know was just to to bring the truth and, and and that was mine as well uh even though i'm into marketing and i'm into you know, uh, platform building and things like that. Um, 
it it really wasn't a goal of mine uh for this podcast for my podcast for anything that i'm connected to uh and and like daryl said it is def- definitely gravy on top but when you think about two hundred thousand downloads um it, it is very significant um because first thing you gotta first thing you gotta throw out there is the 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 guests two guys uh, neither one of them are, I guess you could say lead pastors. I know Virgil, you, you're a uh, minister at your church. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither one are best-selling authors. That's the first thing you need to let the sink in because the lead pastor has, you know, his normal flock following. Right. right. And a best-selling author has a pool of people that they've already, you know, they, they know their work. Um, and so those are the two major things you got to think about when you think about 200,000 downloads. And then <clears throat> another uh, dynamic you got to think about is uh, the niche in which the podcast uh, broadcasts. Like we're not talking about sports. We're not talking about, you know, it's not politic driven, uh, which, you know, sports and politics are the two major categories on uh, iTunes when it comes to you know, uh, downloads, sports and podcast. I mean, sports in in politics. Uh, we're not motivational speakers. That's number three. Mm-hmm. So, for us to come with strict biblical worldview stuff and to produce the numbers we've produced in the amount of time that we produce, mm-hmm. that's another thing. Uh, the Bar Podcast has been on iTunes for three years, um, and we are at I think a hundred and ninety k now. Just thinking has 16 months and we are at 213,000. That is amazing uh, to say the least. And and really what that comes down to, um, it, it, number one, it comes down to relatability, uh, your format, and then uh, also the, 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 the interaction that we have with our listeners. Um, I watch you guys all day as well as myself respond to people. Uh, thank people for listening. And this is the, I didn't have to tell y'all to do that. I tell other people when I'm coaching them on how to, you know, build an audience, build a niche, but I didn't have to tell y'all to do that. Y'all naturally have a love for people. You naturally are grateful for, to your listeners. It's not a fake, you know, gratitude where, yeah, I'm thankful, you know, whatever, just to be sound like you're humble. You guys are naturally have, have that ability to, to, to show that humility as well as uh, relate to your listeners and that in itself, make them feel like they're a part of it. And that's mm. the the whole bar podcast brand is about a community, making people feel a part. That's why people buy stuff with your, your podcast name on it, my podcast name on it, because when they put it on, they feel like they're a part of the community because we bring it to them real. We, 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 like I tell you, when I'm listening, when I'm editing y'all shows, it's like, I'm listening to two cousins of mine, you know, talking about an issue. And, and that's the same relationship that we built with our listeners. And that, and that in word of mouth is what helped us get to these numbers, amazing numbers. And before you get into the specifics, I want to throw out there, man. Um, you know, the just thing in podcast uh, does not have a sponsor yet. Um, if you if you're listening and if you have a ministry or anything, think about the number of people you can expose to your ministry, to your book. Uh, you know, we're going to be selective. We're not just going to, you know, promote anything, but we we will accept sponsors. Uh, definitely hit Daryl up on that. He'll give you the details. But um, but think about. Uh, a way that you can touch so many folks and not just, and, and, and here's the thing, these aren't ghost followers. 
if you look on like Instagram, Twitter, people sometimes people have ghost followers, and how you know? Because when they post something, they'll get five likes, but they'll have twenty thousand followers. Mm-hmm. That those are ghost followers. They're mm-hmm. not in, in, engaged. They're not you know. They're not a part of it. Uh, when when we post on the news, just thinking uh, uh, Twitter page. I mean, people respond, people comment. When Daryl retweets it, you know, it's a lot of back and forth. So this is legitimate, organic uh, listeners that are actually downloading the podcast. And so here's another thing, Daryl, that we got to take in consideration. Downloads don't count streams. We Mm -hmm. may be even further because I don't download all the podcasts I listen to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I'm online. You know, I just Mm -hmm. stream it and it goes on. So there may be even more listeners than 200 Okay, you know, they just aren't downloaded. You know, even the dog got excited about that. One. I was gonna say we gotta listen in the background. We need, we need to count. <laughs> yes, sir. But that that I think that's amazing, man. Um and, and it says a lot about what we got going on and um and, and definitely all glory to God for all of it. Amen, Dwayne, man. That's great. And and let me give uh let me give our listeners a little bit of an idea uh of, of the 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 global, which really is a global reach mm-hmm. uh, for listeners to the Just Thinking podcast. So I'm going to run down. First of all, I'm going to give the top 10 international, okay, top 10 international countries for the Just Thinking podcast. And then I'm going to roll into the top 10 domestic United States uh, markets for the Just mm-hmm. Thinking podcast. So this is, this is with respect to downloads now, because as you made a great point, Dwayne we probably have significantly more listeners than, Mm -hmm. than the download numbers tell us. So as we brought, as we record this episode on June 6th, 2019, we are uh, exactly at 213,951 downloads. But like you said, that doesn't count streams. Okay. So, uh, so let me give the top 10 countries as it relates to downloads for the just thinking podcast. The number one, as you can imagine, United States. Number two is Canada. Number three is the United Kingdom. Number four is Australia. Number five is South Africa. Then there's Nigeria at number six, New Zealand at number seven, Germany at eight, Jamaica at nine. And then number 10, they lump all the other countries into a category called others. So those are our top 10 international markets in terms of download now here are the top 10 metro areas in the united states as it relates to downloads okay top 10 metro areas this is not top 10 listenership okay this is top 10 downloads uh metro areas in the united states number one dallas fort worth texas uh I don't know what's going on out in Dallas. Uh, I don't know <laughs> that we have a, a, a certain a special um, level of relatability out in Dallas, Texas, but <laughs> Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth is our number one uh, metro area, metro market in the United States. Number two is L.A. Los Angeles, California is number two. My hometown, ATL. Number three, Washington, D.C., number four, Chicago, Illinois, number five. New York City, hmm. number six, Minneapolis, St. Paul, number seven, and then Houston, Texas, number eight. And then rounding out is Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. Dwayne, you got anything to do with that Raleigh-Durham coming in in the top ten? 
Hey, you already know, man. Star Hill State, baby. <laughs> so, so anyway, I just want the listeners to because this episode really is all about the listeners and our opportunity to thank the listeners and show our appreciation for you all in helping us achieve a milestone that we never even considered, thought of, dreamed about. Nope. It was nowhere on our radar. Our our focus and still every week notwithstanding these numbers, our focus is to glorify God, number one, by providing sound, biblically accurate content every week, regarding the, regardless of the issue that we're talking about. And I don't say this to blow uh, either my horn, Omaha's horn, or Dwayne's horn, but we work really, really hard to prep for every single episode, and that is not Again, not to pat ourselves on the back, but because we appreciate you guys so much. Mm. You guys are the ones, and I thought the way made a great point earlier. Virgil and I are not household names. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not authors. We're not lead pastors. We're not, we don't give TED talks. Uh, You know, we're not motivational speakers. We don't have a built in audience. Uh, None of that. You, You know, you guys don't know us from anyone. Uh, but you stuck with us for 16 months and that's a sign of trust as far as we're concerned. And these days trust it, not only is trust hard to come by, it's, it's hard to maintain. It's hard to foster a relationship of trust. Like, uh, like you have, like you listeners have with us. So we work hard for you. We, we put in multiple hours a week getting ready for each one to two hour episode uh, each week. Uh, so we just want to say thank you guys. This, this is an opportunity for us to say thank you. Absolutely. We did want you guys to meet. The, the Dwayne's kind of like the, the the Wizard of Oz, right, Omaha? He's kind of mm-hmm. like the man behind the curtain that, that mm-hmm. nobody sees. <laughs> right. That, that makes us look good when right. each photo is released. But, he uh, he even brought he even brought in the Hammond B three man. That's, that's all post production. People don't people people think I got a button. I don't have a button, man. That's <laughs> that's Dwayne in post production, man. Dude, this is low budget. This is low budget. <laughs> we, we, we don't have we don't have Virgil doesn't have a button. I don't have a button. This nope. is all Dwayne. So when you hear the Hammond B three and and Omaha, we've sort of adopted the Hammond B three as the official mascot. The mascot, the right, right, right. Yes, so when you hear us, if listeners hear us, uh, they'll they'll hear one of us say, "Cue the mascot." That's what we're doing. Cue the B3. yeah. Get get your cue to the Hammond B three T shirts at the bar gear. <laughs> the way ever the marketer, man. I'm telling you, every, listen. After every show, he finds a little saying or something that we do redundantly, and and it's on a T shirt or a or a hat or something, man. It's crazy. Hey, I wanted to, I want to ask a couple more questions, man, and and uh, just to kind of get you guys' thoughts on from a standpoint of of the episode that was your your favorite so far the episode that you like the most we've got what this will be you know episode number 80 what was the episode of all that we've done thus far that that you guys uh daryl i'll start with you man that that you enjoyed uh kind of the most what was the one for you i think the one i enjoyed the most man i have to go back a little bit i think it had to be the episode we did biblical theology of soul food Mm. I think that's probably, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's tough. To, and I, I use the word favorite in air quotes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I have so many episodes, man, that have, uh, 
that 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 have uh uh just enriched me and uh uh just spoken to me just just uh from the standpoint of how we ended up managing that topic but the one we did on a biblical theology of soul food i think that might have that might have been the one that kind of put us on the map a little bit mm-hmm. uh uh and just to give some backstory on that i had made a comment on facebook it was a political uh, comment of a political nature where i listed uh, I think facetiously uh, top five things that uh, uh, black conservatives are either uh, permitted to do or not do by black liberals. And uh, one of those items that I listed was uh, just to kind of throw people for a loop. I mentioned in that post that I don't like soul food because that's a, that's another stereotype uh, that, that, that many black people have to sort of resist and sort of debunk. Uh, you know, but I, I I happen to say on Facebook, no, I don't I don't like soul food. And now remember, that's just one thing that I said among several other uh, thoughts that I shared in that same post. Right. But in that post, I got over four hundred and thirty responses to that one post. Right. All of them criticizing, lambasting me, man, denigrating me because I don't like, I have the nerve to be black from the South and not like soul food. Right, right. I said, okay, okay, so it's like that. All right. (laughs) It's like, okay, bring it, bring it, right? I think I I hit you up, Virgil, and I said, okay, no, we're going to have to deal with this. Right. Because, uh, you know, it's okay to not like certain things just because you fit a certain, at least externally, because you fit a certain stereotype that doesn't mean you fit the stereotype. So right. what do we do, Omaha? We do what do we say on every episode? Well, we go to the word of God and see what the word of God says about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember what we did was we we went all the way back to I think it was Genesis 10, where we talked about we we exposited the dispersion of the peoples around the world uh, as a result of the uh disobedience at the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. We use that account to exposit how we got the different cultures, the different types of food, the different types of music. And that I think still today, that's one of our more popular episodes. So if you're asking me what my favorite is, there's really no favorite, but that one right there, excuse me, kind of stands out because that's the one that kind of put us on the map. Mm, That's good. That's good. You you really, when, when that particular episode kind of dropped, if if you follow the trajectory from there, we really began to deal with a lot of the tribalism that that seems to impact um, black communities and culture um, yeah. and how how, you know, we are forced now as a result to think a certain way, to operate a certain way. There's kind of a, kind of natural expectation. And when you don't fit that mold, how the people who are part of the tribe are the ones that actually come on the most vicious attack. Right. And so but we that's, kinda... the, that's, that's the norm for uh, folks like us, for the three right. of us. That's the right. norm. We, I mean, I've said many, many times and I, you, Dwayne, you and Omaha can echo this. The, the most heat I take personally right. Right. is from people who look like me. Right. Right. And I take, and they offer that vitriol because I don't, think like them i don't fit the tribalist uh stereotype the tribalist template you Mm -hmm. might say Mm -hmm. uh and i've always wondered to myself why is it that within america 
black people are the only ethnic group, the only ethnic block where it's a bad thing to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still that case today. Here we are in 2019. So the people who have called me some of the most pejorative names that you can think of right, are people who look like me for no other reason than that I don't see the world as they do. Right, right. So what's, you're what, right. What, yeah, what's... I, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no I'm just going to close this out and just say, you're right, Omaha. That episode on a biblical theology of soul food, yeah. unbeknownst to us, right, kind of started us off on that road to addressing these sociocultural issues especially. And I think as those uh, episodes that we did that addressed those sociocultural issues began to come out every week, word of mouth kind of spread to say, yep. hey, these guys might be somebody you guys might want to listen to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dwayne, you got to you got to kind of be up close and personal on a whole nother level with regard to nearby every single show that we've dropped as you you know, are, are involved in post-production. And so uh, of the shows, man, that, that you heard, and you, I know you've heard all of them at least once, if not more than that. Yeah. What was the standout show for you, man? What stood out for you? So I'm going to go, I, I got two, two, maybe three that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I guess my first one, no particular order, uh, would be, um, the uh, Black Panther one. <laughs> oh, like wow. That one. wow. That was, the, that was the, what was that? The pantherization. Of pantherization. Black yeah. Christians. Yeah. The pantherization yeah. of black Christians. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It came out right around the time of the movie. Mm-hmm. Timing was perfect. Um, you know, my timeline was blowing up with everybody in their African gear and right and all of that. And, and, funny, and, funny, isn't it? How that fad just kind of fades, faded, it out. faded <laughs> out. But yeah, yeah, that that one was 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 really cool. And and you know, you know, I'm partial to to the endings because I have a lot to do with that. Because you know, we ended with uh with, with Daryl's favorite group on that one. Uh, yeah, right. we we closed it out with Toto. We closed it out with Toto Africa. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a <laughs> stroke of genius. That, that was on a my great part. one. Yeah, that was all Daryl. That was all Daryl for sure. Um, he's always look. He's always pushing the copyright envelope. <laughs> like, all right, Daryl, we, we get bigger yeah, now. They gonna come yeah. looking for us. <laughs> oh man, I know, right? <laughs> oh man, and then uh, number two. Um, because because of the response was just tremendous, had to be the one on whiteness. Um, oh, that yeah. one was another one that I, I really enjoyed. We're um, still getting and, emails on the oh, whiteness know. one, man. Yes. I know, yes, yeah, and reviews. Yeah. You, you get a lot yeah. of reviews on the whiteness one. Um, and and that one, you know, because content wise, I mean, you guys are solid every week. I, I love that, and that's you know, why, why we do what we do. So, you know, my picks are. You know, I guess different reasons. Like I said, the Black Panther was timing. Whiteness was the response um, from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's why it's one of my top ones. Um, and then number three, uh, and like I said, this is no order, but number three uh, actually goes to you, Virgil, the the abortion one. Ooh, um, yeah. yep, it yep, it yep. it was it was right on time. Um, it was you know uh, very well put together. 
a lot of comments followed. Um, you know, we ended, you know, somebody said I put the altar call music at the mm-hmm, end, you know, with mm-hmm. the testimonial. So those are the three, uh, three uh, episodes that stuck out to me. And, and I advise the listeners, especially new listeners to go back and check those out. So V give us your favorite show or shows. I, I will have to say, man, and you guys, I'm shocked that this hasn't come up already, but because <laughs> I, it really put us uh, it, at least here for me uh, in the area where I'm at kind of on the radar screen. And, and that was the MLK 50 show. Oh, that yes, was good. sir. Yes, sir. And uh, it 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 got the most downloads. Yeah. Um, I think I think our, we 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 got some some up until up oh. until the reparations one. Oh yeah. wow, yeah, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, reparations is the number one downloaded episode. I right did up. not know that. Yeah, I didn't know. I that. think uh, I think reparations whiteness. Uh, and then the one we did on socialism. Was I was going to say socialism was huge. Yeah, socialism was, was huge. huge. I, I I really really enjoyed that. But the MLK fifty one was the one that I, there was there were pastors in my city who who reached out uh, mm-hmm. after that episode dropped and yeah. and they were they had you know they hey let's have coffee I want to. I'd like to talk about some of some of what you what you you know your thoughts about that about the you know theologically where you land. I mean, so we we had some interesting conversations and engagements that came uh, from that. And so, and first, you know, first, can I say something real quick? Yeah, on yeah, that, yeah. On the MLK yeah. fifty. Yep, yep. Uh, because what was interesting about the MLK fifty, and this has happened, this doesn't happen often to to uh, Omaha, I mean, but it does happen um, relatively frequently. Uh, the MLK 50 episode was an episode that we did by demand from the listeners. Mm-hmm. We had, oh my gosh, overwhelming uh, requests, a number of requests, because Virgil and I were not going to touch that issue. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, he and I had both, we were both well aware, well versed on mm-hmm. uh, some of the message that, messages that uh, were, were given at that event. Uh, and it was because of the controversial nature of what was said by a lot of people at that event that we weren't going to touch it. We were just going to stay out of it. We're going to stay clear, maybe watch it at a, from a distance. But we had so many people reach out to us asking us to deal with that topic, to address that topic. So that's where the MLK 50 episode came from. That's one of those episodes that we did by request, by demand from our listeners. Uh, and it, it turned out to be one of the most downloaded episodes that we that we have that we uh, that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. What was what was what was fun about about that one was I, one of the things that I respected coming out of that one, Daryl, was the manner in which, uh, you know, you in particular and we did we decided to handle um, that. Uh, the, the the topic, the subject matter, and the brothers who theologically uh, on on particular issues we disagreed with, um, but we weren't we weren't it wasn't vitriolic, you know, it wasn't a name drop and then and then you know gut punch. It was hey yeah, here's we didn't, we didn't name a single name we didn't no. name a single person by name in the no. entirety of that episode. No, but, but they knew did, you but, was talking about them because yeah, right. I lost a uh, interview because of that episode from somebody that we didn't name that Interesting. was the orchestration of it. Uh, and yeah, I'm not going to name them either, but yeah, I had them set up. And after that show, uh, they declined. Ah, yeah. interesting. Thanks, guys. interesting. 
See, well, the thing, hey, the, it's like it's like Deidre Pondhoffer says, uh, Dwayne, that's the cost of discipleship. Bro. That's the cost. <laughs> 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 wrote, wrote a whole wrote a whole book about it. Wrote a whole wrote book a whole about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm, thinking, so, I'm thinking right about now, Mom. I'm thinking Dwayne is regretting coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Got a got a whole book about it. So got a whole book no, about you know, it. But but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about that man. Uh, you know, I, I loved how we navigated what what was where we went. And and here's the thing about that man. You, I remember that. Now that you bring that up, I remember the kind of the back and forth with regard to that, uh, Dwayne. And and our hope would have been that you, that the interview was kept, um, and that mm-hmm. you got a chance to. I mean, we we man, Daryl and I both man, we never run away from uh, subject matter. People who disagree, whether you find us on right. on Twitter or Facebook, or I mean, and we're not no nobody's running here. Nobody's no, we ain't scared. You know, we 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 say what we mean. We're 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 open. Uh, man, to hear in a different uh, point of view, but man, we're going to land on things from a biblical perspective. Yep. I, I'll, I'll say this, man, and I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll ask another question, just kind of as, as we begin to kind of wrap things up, and, and that is uh, one of the things that I have so enjoyed, man, and and I'm Daryl, I'm not trying to blow you up, man, but just to, I I, I, I want to articulate this in a way, especially for our listeners to hear. One of the things that I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, and has been a stretch for me, I am much more confident, comfortable, uh, taking a topic, kind of writing some bullets and rolling. And uh, it, it's 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 easier for me to do. And, and it, I, I think one of the reasons why our combo um, has has the, you know, the connectivity that it does, the people who, who really enjoy what we do is because of the fact, man, you're so well versed and studied on what you do and how you how you mark things out. It's forced me to have to do even deeper dives uh, of of study, um, and and I, be, between you between the two of you, where Daryl, I think you you're you're going to be more in a book, Dwayne, you're going to be more. Hey, let me hear let me hear someone teach me on a you know in an audio format. I'm somewhere right down the middle. I can I can I can land in some books and hang out there for for a good while, but I could also grab a, a teaching on video or, or or you know or listen to something and 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 gain that way. So I'm kind of in between. But man, it's been a it's been awesome for me to see how much Daryl you do dive deep into some of these topics and issues and subjects and bring bring uh, context uh, to us from from vantage points that I would not have initially thought to bring it. Um, I, I, I'll give you I'll give you kind of case in point uh, with regard to the reparations uh, deal. I had all kinds of thoughts about social justice and reparations, and kind of had my my ideas around that. And when you when you dropped the slave narrative uh, yeah. in there and read from from the from the actual narrative of slaves who were walking through and i i i it was when you know it was gut punching it was jaw dropping yeah. i mean yeah. i my my heart as i'm listening to you even knowing kind of where you're going to go i'm still listening to it with my heart just coming out of my chest uh and and ha- having to kind of regather my thoughts and so it's those kinds of uh, thoughtful, studied gut punches that cause me to go, okay, I, I know when, when, when he and I get into this, 
that on this podcast, you know, I've got to make sure I've got my A game and I've done my done my homework and that I know how to bring more texture out of what you're saying uh, than what you're going to bring. So it's it's been a blessing for me uh, in that it, it's caused an, a more uh, respect for in-depth study. Uh, it, it's, it's helped me to kind of sharpen my sword. And, and, and as much as, as I've had experience in the past with regard to, um, you know, uh, radio and things like that, this has been another level of, of just deepening for me as, as I've, as I've applied what I know to do to the study of scripture, to how we explain what it is we believe and why we believe it. So, I mean, that part of it has been, been really uh, really awesome, awesome to experience. So I appreciate that a bunch. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Omaha. Uh, that's very humbling. You know, as I listen to you there, I'm reminded of a text of scripture in Mark chapter seven, which, of course, I'm going to quote from the non Armenian Standard Bible translation. <laughs> hey, you know, before you just, look, before you say uh, that new app, uh, literal word, literal word, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told them about that. Oh, they thought that was hilarious. They thought that was <laughs> just the best thing ever for sure. I had them on the show. That that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So in Mark chapter seven, verse thirty-seven, this is uh, speaking of Jesus here. It says they were utterly astonished, saying, "He has done." All things well. Speaking of Jesus, he's done all things well. Now, the reason I bring that text up, because you just listening to you uh, just a second ago, Omaha, you know, I don't deserve any of the credit other than to say, and I think I will say this to both of you as well. Our desire on this podcast is to glorify God. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to glorify the God who gave his life for us, on the cross for us wretches, for us miserable sinners. If he was willing to do that for me, then we have to do, we have to do every episode. Well, mm. we have to do all things. Well, we have mm -hmm. to prepare. We have to prepare. Well, we have to uh, present our arguments. Well, we have to present our theses. Well, we have to do, I didn't say perfectly. I said, well, so it's, 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 I think we're all just motivated by that same desire to do all things well. And just to go back to the reparations episode, just for a second, Omaha, you know, I think that episode again, helped to break down some stereotypical barriers because for folks who don't walk in our shoes every day, they don't really get to appreciate, they don't really have an affinity for what I call the intra-ethnic racism that is that is present, that is prevalent, yeah. not just present, yeah. it's prevalent among black people towards mm -hmm. black people. So when I say intra-ethnic, that's within that one ethnicity, that there is ethnic discrimination, ethnic prejudice, ethnic bias, among black people toward other black people. Mm -hmm. And I think that reparations episode helped to chip away at that because there's a, there's a, uh, there's a notion out there that black people who are conservative, either socially, fiscally, or both, even theologically, that black people have no appreciation whatsoever for black history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, 
and I've had, I've had, and you probably, maybe you can say the same thing, Omaha, and maybe to you, you as well, Dwayne, to a certain degree. We, we've had to fight that stereo stereotype for years. I mean, we, right. even today, as we record this episode, that stereotype still exists. And I've said many, many times in my personal library, I have more books on the subject of slavery than any other subject, with the exception of theology. I have more books on slavery than any other subject except that one. The only difference between black conservatives and black liberals as it relates to that topic uh, from a black history standpoint is that we don't go around boasting and bragging about and complaining about what happened in the past. <laughs> right. We don't, exactly. Listen, uh, I, 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 you know, I know about uh, Dred Scott. I know about the Stono slave uprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took that opportunity for the reparations episode to put some context around this issue of slavery, black black slavery, black slavery in America, to put put a broader framework around there by going back to folks who were actually slaves and who, if they were alive today, had a right to demand reparations. Mm-hmm. None of us have that right. Just right. because you're black, that doesn't mean you have a right to reparations. So why not go to the source? So mm-hmm. I was really inspired to read those slave narratives. I probably have 30 volumes of slave narratives, either in hard copy physical books or uh, as ebooks on my iPad. Mm. So I'm, listen, this, this was not some fly by night subject that I'm not familiar with. Okay. So reading those slave narratives, I had Phil Johnson come to my office a couple of days after he listened to that episode. Phil Johnson, who many of our listeners may know as the executive director at Grace to You. Phil Johnson came into my office and said, while he was listening to those narratives, brought tears to his eyes. Mm-hmm. So I had those narratives helped to put some people in their place who are out here demanding reparations based on the fact. Not not their own personal suffrage, but they were leveraging. They were they were writing a check on the backs of other people's suffrage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can probably hear my voice right now. Yeah, I got a little righteously indignant about that. Right, B three. So yeah, that that, that, <laughs> that episode on on reparations. Yeah, that one right there. That one. If, if there was one episode where I really spilled my heart out. Mm-hmm. It was that one. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Well, brother, I want to, I want to, I want to kind of wrap us up in this way, man. And and I appreciate you sharing what you did and, and Dwayne for you for, for coming on, man. And and just, I mean, even in, even in thinking about each of us coming together, I mean, you, you, Daryl, you're, you're on the West coast, Dwayne, you're on the East coast. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and here I am in the, in the center of the country here in Omaha. I mean, this is, this takes some doing just to get all all three of us together uh, at the same time, and so definitely want to want to wrap the episode with with kind of thanking uh, the listeners uh, for their continued support. But before we do that, I, I just want to want to. There have been so many things that have happened uh, as a result of the show uh, of folks who've listened. Uh, Daryl, I know you've, you've been on with, with Allie B. Stuckey. You've got, yeah. we've had the urban, uh, urban family, uh, uh, network that, 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 uh, urban family talk network that is, that have had us on as a part. I mean, there's been so many opportunities that have come as a result of, 
of just thinking and 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 as a result of our fans sharing this podcast with others man is there any is there any any particular event that's that's taken place that's kind of got you just kind of jaw dropped at at what we've experienced as a result of being in this platform wow uh that's a good question that's a mm-hmm. good question i mean the the podcast has definitely open doors not only that we didn't expect but that we didn't even knew exist right existed so um i mean mm-hmm. you know I, I know virgil you've got some speaking engagements coming up mm-hmm. um i've got some things scheduled that have nothing to do with with grace to you but have uh, uh been presented to me you know solely by virtue of folks listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and you know again I'm, I'm thankful for um you know, it's, it's kind of like that, 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 that saying, you know, when I eat, we all eat. So, but yes, sir. This, is, this is, this is one of, this is, this is, <laughs> these are opportunities that I'm so thankful to the Lord for, because uh, you, you, within the confusion of this social cultural milieu, especially as it relates to the whole social uh, justice and woke theology and how that's impacting the church and dividing us mm-hmm. the way it is. These are opportunities for us to get out there and tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um Listen, nothing's changed uh, from when Jesus walked this earth. What he said in Mark chapter one, verse 15 is still the case today. Repent and believe in the gospel. That is the only solution to any of these ills that that we either address on the podcast or we may speak to in front of a live audience at a church or somewhere else. That is the only solution. All these external solutions. Uh, efforts and resources that we're uh, seeking and looking to to accomplish only what the gospel can accomplish is futile. It's mm-hmm. a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You must change hearts. Hearts must change. And That's you right. don't change heart. You don't protest anybody into a change of heart. I can tell you that right now. That's a tweet right there. You know, you don't protest anybody into a change of heart. That's not mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. So to whatever degree the Lord continues to use this platform, the Just Thinking Podcast, we are so thankful. We're so humbled. None of this was expected. I mean, I, I just have to reiterate that. Virgil and I, we get on the on uh, we get behind these microphones every Sunday, uh, and you know we 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 convey to you what we believe the Word of God is saying, the objective truth of the Word of God is saying about a particular issue. When we're done, Dwayne does his thing. He gets the episode out to you guys. We don't expect, matter of fact, if anything, Virgil and I talk more about uh, the, the 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 disagreement we're going to get from folks right. who listen to us. We're right. we're not up here planting ourselves on the back, you know, counting platitudes or, or uh, looking for folks to laud us. We we say, man, this is this is going to cause some trouble, or this is going to make us <laughs> some enemies, or something like that. Uh, but you know, however, the Lord wants to continue to use us. I'm thankful for the opportunity. So thank you, listeners. Thank you, mm-hmm. every oh, single yeah, one sure. of you. Uh, we couldn't have done this without you. Dwayne, yes, any, any last words you got, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this is the part I enjoy because you guys are so humble and modest. So to the listeners, uh, just thinking broadcast, podcast, uh, we love it. We know you love it. Uh, we have a uh, what is it called? Patreon. We have a Patreon that if you want to give uh, to help support us, uh, that's available. It's in the show notes um, at thebargear.com. You can get 
just thinking on almost anything you want. Uh, I don't have underwear yet, but all of that's available uh, to to promote the podcast. You already do an excellent job of doing that, but also to to do it in your community. Uh, we have that available. Those links are in the show notes. Uh, and then, you know, to, to those potential sponsors, you know, hit up Daryl, Daryl B. Harrison at gmail.com uh, for those opportunities. Because uh, these guys, they, they so focus on the gospel and the truth and giving you biblical perspective. Uh, they're not they're not going to mention this stuff every week. So this is my <laughs> opportunity to, to let you guys know that this stuff is available uh, for you. Uh, I, we, we get messages about, you know, how can they be a service? You know, prayer is definitely number one. And, and we definitely, we need that. We accept that we take that over anything. Um, but you also can support us on with the Patreon, uh, uh, as well as the the uh, buying the gear, as well as here's another great one: leaving a review, uh, oh, going yeah. to iTunes, going to uh, uh, I mean, even on our actual website, uh, sending us a message. Um, the the retweets the, those are worth billions of dollars. Uh, so we're, we're just grateful, man, um, just to be able to bring this to you. And and I'm just grateful that the guy is able to uh, orchestrate this in a way, um, you know these guys try to give me a lot of credit for, for bringing this together, man. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all guy, man, that, that, uh, that put it in, in my heart, uh, to make this even possible. And, and I'm thankful for them. Thankful to him and thankful to you listeners. Hey, as we wrap up another edition of just thinking, let me add my thanks to you who listen, uh, and subscribe to the podcast and just say, thanks. Uh, it is, a, it's, it's an absolute joy to get on Twitter, on Facebook, to get messages of encouragement uh man we we even enjoy those folks who come on from time to time and have something crazy to say uh (laughs) all of that all of that stuff is to the glory of god we enjoy it uh we we look forward to it um had no idea we'd be where we are have no idea where god's gonna gonna take things but man we're we're uh definitely open uh, for the ride, thankful to Dwayne for putting us together. I'm thankful uh, to to you, uh, Daryl, for man allowing me to come alongside you and play Robin to your Batman. And uh, it's it's been a it's been an awesome awesome journey. Looking forward to to wherever uh, God would take us next. And until then, join us next time for another edition of the Just Thinking Podcast. <laughs>